0: guys and gals out there welcome to the addicted fishing podcast and brought to you by our great partners at nick wax
1: nick wax nick wax if you want to stay dry that's, that's right out.
0: no kidding you link in the description below guys and uh tonight we've got uh some special guests in the house today hello who is that
2: <laughs> bad ash outdoors in Me. the house Bad Ash Outdoor. What are you doing down here? Uh, a lot, actually. I came down because I support the sports shows that we have here in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I also have a little project going on with NBC. And so we did some work with that. And now I get to, I mean, basically I'm here to hang out with you, Cameron. And all of the other stuff. Residual. Residual. <laughs> yeah. Detail. Wow, that was the and, second and the
0: third thing on the schedule today. <laughs> I was going to say, and that's the best lie you're going to hear on this podcast tonight.
2: <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I was going to say next, when I'm you're excited right. to see
0: Jordan. Yeah, but yeah, that tough. was a good let keep lying. <laughs> uh, they're the same. <laughs> One and the same. <laughs> keep lying. All right. Right on. Well, shoot. So you're coming down here for NBC. you get to join us in our Addicted Podcast season. Yeah. Work. So what's going on there? Like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. So NBC and I are doing a digital series called Breakout with Badash. And essentially, it is... It is my shenanigans all over the Pacific Northwest with my dog, Oli, who is here uh, barking at... Um, Ooh, he's found some horns. Taxidermy. Yeah. Um, you hear some strange noises on the podcast. It's Oli rooting it's not, around. It's not me and Cameron breathing protective. hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These horns will not get to mama. Um, so, yeah, our adventures all the way in the Northwest, whether it's fishing, hunting, cooking. We're doing a little mini-series called Will It Smoke, where I just smoke different things and try them. Some of them work out really well, and some of them <laughs> do not. There's some real will fails.
0: It sm- will oh, it smoke. Awesome. Will it smoke. The idealist for that. It could run in my head.
2: It's like it could get pretty uh, right. Pretty interesting. Can you give any tidbits on that just yet? Any yeah. ideas? So. I was walking down the aisle at the grocery store, and I saw a bunch of things from Little Debbie's, and I thought, "Gosh, uh, will it smoke?" Wow. So wait for that. Uh, it's going to be really, really good, and you'd be surprised at what does smoke really well and what does not smoke really well. Maybe <laughs> you wouldn't be, could be that surprised.
0: A, a nutty smoked yeah. nutty buddy. See, I was thinking more along the lines of like sucker fish or pike minnows, or you know, like yeah,
2: and do- that's what it started as. Like, well, let's let's try like this fish, and we'll try that meat, and then it was like, let's get a Twinkie. And see if that <laughs> smokes it. Hell, oh, no, they deep fry them. Why not smoke them, right? And that was my thought.
0: So what else? I mean, is it all Northwest based, or I mean, is it going to be across the country at all? Or any other shenanigans? Or? It's
2: going to be mostly Northwest based cooking, fishing, hunting, general shenanigans. It's going to be like uh, gear tips and things like that, and it's going to be fishing reports from uh, the area over the next couple of months. So that's mostly going to be Pacific Northwest related, and that's going to start coming out mid March on the NBCSports.com. Slash Northwest website uh, so I'm super excited but in terms of across the country I have done a little bit across the country but not for that series. Gotcha.
0: Oh that's Ooh. right. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> a little
2: lead <laughs> that yeah. was
0: That was sick. That was a good lead in mean, Caught nice. me off guard a little God, bit. Damn. damn. <laughs> She's well trained in this.
1: From the little tidbits that I've seen of it that you've posted and stuff it seems like a pretty neat All around based, like educational piece for family and like children and women, and not so much just the fishing show that you've seen. Am I wrong? Like going out and showing how to partake in these activities in the Northwest. That a lot of people who are moving, as we all know, there's a lot of people moving to the Northwest, Oregon and Washington, but it's kind of that little avenue for people to have a friendly
2: face to show them how to go and
1: not be so nervous to go try some of this stuff.
2: And one thing that I want to hold true to for this series is that I want people to see me authentically in those moments. I want them to see me as an expert in some, and I want them to see me fail in others because I'm going to try fisheries that I'm not very good at. So like walleye is a fishery that I've not spent a lot of time in. I've gone walleye fishing one time and you're going to see an episode that is me walleye fishing and learning from somebody who is more credible than I am in terms of how to catch a walleye. But you're also going to see me steelhead and bring like my knowledge and expertise and experience experience to that and among other things and everything in between what it's like to be a dog owner and a guide and have a dog in your boat every day what are the dangers and what are the joys of that um and yeah so anything that you can imagine but it will be authentic and it won't be um it won't be like trophy hunting for fish it won't be trophy hunting for animals it will be how i live my life playing outside because i think that's the best life lived Uh is outside and how i take things from the stream to the table or the field to the table and um how I find my dog when he gets lost. And, <laughs> when yeah. it's really neat. he goes it's, chase a dog. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. And it's really neat. And, and I'm excited for you and excited for the show because it's, you know, it gets... The, the audience engaged and it allows people to find a little bit of appreciation for things. You know, a lot of our a lot of our fisheries have gone away and a lot of the things that we deal with as outdoorsmen and outdoors women have gone away is because there's no support. It's been a big secret for years and to be able to have that avenue to educate people and have them support even if they don't enjoy it or want to do it. You know, it's it's really neat.
0: I'm excited to hear that it's real. Like yeah. you know, and I mean not and I'm not gonna discredit any shows out there, but a lot of them are very doctored and very, yeah. I'm you know, and, and knowing you and knowing what you're telling us here, you know, I'm expecting to see just like you said, like a real show. And like you said, you know, failures. I mean, shoot, we we like to do that too. We'll, we put episodes of Addicted Life on out there that. uh we don't do so hot <laughs> we don't do so great, you know? It they really won't have to, have to cut out, like out as much cussing in her show, though. I
2: bet not. <laughs> <laughs> but Oli gets a little out of control. Yeah, Oli, Oli do have to keep yourself, an eye on yourself. Uh, as soon as he sees the UPS guy, I mean, it's just, wow. <laughs> <A lot laughs> it's it's of, insane. A lot
0: of F-bombs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, shoot. Well, shoot. You're, you're down here. You're down here in NBC. But, you know, we also had a pretty exciting day yesterday. And for these <laughs> of you guys that are uh, tuning into this podcast now, it's probably been out for a few days now. Mm-hmm. But you kind of alluded to uh, the fact that we did some other extracurricular filming.
2: Indeed. Uh, we were very fortunate to get an invite from our very good friends at Mincota and Hummingbird to uh, partake in something really exciting. And I remember when I first got the call for this. And the opportunity to go fish somewhere I'd never been before. It actually was my first time out of the country in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there was going to be other people, but I couldn't, and I know them, but I wasn't going to be told who they were. So that piece was very <laughs> interesting.
0: But <laughs> well, what we're talking about, guys, is the One Boat Challenge. And this was brought to you by Minn Kota and 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 basically, yeah, these guys kind of... Ran around the country, and they, like I said, they got a hold of Ash, and and they actually booked a fishing trip with me, just because they were they're actually in town for a, I think a, an ASA uh, American Sport Writers Association conference. I think that was down in in the gorge, anyways. So I got to fish with them and got my invite there. Then. They, but they told, you know, you're going to know some of these other people that you may or may not like them, too. That was also a thought. That really made me scratch. <laughs> I yeah. know. I know. I was like, that oh, really made me. Realize. And so I'm like, why oh, would they throw that in there if I I'm like, I must not like this person. Like, seriously. They're like, you may or may not. Li- What's that? That's interesting. Yeah. And that, so it really threw me for a loop. And I'm like, and I started kind of piecing together. I'm like, you know. Let me write down a piece of paper on the people I don't well, know. Well, I was talking about, was talking <laughs> about it with Marlin, and I'm like, you know, it was an invite to go to Fish El Salto for bass and out of Mazatlan, Mexico, and, and uh, I just remember rolling around, I'm like, okay, you, know, you start thinking this partners game that we have, yeah. and you have, and we have some mutual partners at Edda. Honestly, like, it was you and one other person that I had on the list, but I yeah. had to find out, and that's what that's where Jordan came in. You know what they don't realize is there is no secrets in this industry.
2: No. Well, that's I didn't know idea. that there was going to be another person out of the Northwest. They oh, said you're no, going they... to know someone. They didn't tell me that.
0: Oh no, they no, they told me like out of the Northwest, and that I may or may not like that person, hmm. which I thought was I'm like there's very few they people that, that to I me. don't like. Right. <laughs> I assume they would have said that to you for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was immediately like, like Cameron Black. Oh yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that damn son of a bitch. Oh boy. <laughs> but yeah, but we had to figure it out somewhere. You know, I didn't really get to tell too many details. Around, I'm like, who else from the Northwest would get hauled out? And so uh, we had we we did some sluice to and we kind of kind of came to a mutual figuring out of. Uh, uh, That it was actually going to be Ashley out there, too.
2: (laughs) And I got this interesting phone call from Jordan. Just basically (laughs) wanted to tell me something he already had told me a few days prior. And just wanted to know, hey, what are you doing between these particular
1: days? But for real, though, we were doing a seven-day series. I
2: promise.
1: We were actually on the road. We called the book a trip. And it just so happens that I became the... The little chain and the link. Yeah. It just so happened that the, link the, 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 chain. the
0: seven days that we were leaving to go to Mazatlan, Jordan went to do a seven-day series up and down the coast. And we were trying to find people that he could stop in and fish with. And uh, so I'm like, well, why don't you give Ashley a call? See if she could do it. <laughs> I, control, I was I didn't actually call for that, but it was oh. funny how it worked. Yeah. Because you hadn't told me yet. Yeah, but there's, no, there was a way because that's how we knew. Because you... I think you told him he would be out of the country. You didn't give me or you know, Yeah, couldn't give. I mean, we I'm were, out in the we country. Allowed, yeah, we weren't allowed to give details. But Which is fun
2: he, to say, by the way. Like, yeah. I'm, out yeah, the I'm out of the country. Yeah, yeah, country. Just it just was listening. my first time getting Don't to say, that, say it. <laughs> across the globe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then it came back and we're like, oh, that's got to be it. And I think I just messaged you. I think out of the blue. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like you going anywhere special between these dates? <laughs> um, so, it
1: was sick. Yeah. So tell was, us more about it. Like, you know, I don't, obviously I think you guys can talk a little bit more about it now, but what was it about? It was yeah. it was a one-boat challenge, you were thrown into an element that you were not familiar with, you both knew you were going to be bass fishing in Mexico, on obviously one of the most famous lakes, but what, what actually happened when you got there?
2: I mean, so when I got to the inn, first of all, Anglers Inn is unlike anything I could have imagined. Like that place is set up to like take care of and curate the best bass experience ever. But I mean, for the challenge, we are dropped in the middle of a place that we're not familiar with, a fishery that we're not familiar with. A, for us a climate we're not
0: familiar with 85 it was sweltering back oh, like i'm too oh, white for this that's right.
2: right. <laughs> with some of the toughest anglers in the country and we're gonna go at it and compete and f- what was interesting about our dynamic is that we're two guides none of the oh no there were other guides mike roy was a guide yes yeah, yeah. striper yeah striper bass mm-hmm. um and like seth Kind of like, I don't think he officially guides, but like runs a lot of trips. But I mean, you and I, salmon, steelhead guiding yeah. is just very different than saltwater, very different than striped bass. And we felt that we had an incredible advantage being steelhead anglers, especially. And once um, you got
1: there or before you went.
2: Um, once I I think like thinking about the whole experience, like how am I going to stack up against someone who may be a bass angler, who may be a saltwater fisher, who may be, you know, whatever. And I think like when I consider what I know about bass fishing, I think that there is a lot that can translate oh, yeah. from steelhead totally. and uh, knowing that I knew that confidence is like the best way to catch fish and so I'm going to lean into what I know and apply that to whatever situation is thrown at me because if there's one thing I can do it is figure out a water situation that I'm in I can mm-hmm. figure out a fishery because we're in the northwest we deal with changing environments all the time yeah
0: my, my, my saying is we fish for fish that don't eat in fresh water yeah <laughs> so it's like so sometimes those degrees that you have to play and And the things you have to do to get a fish to 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 bite—it's just a whole. I don't know. I feel like it's a whole step above than a fish that's actually trying to like eat stuff in the water and doing. But you mean you still have the same? You know, you got to play temperatures. You got to play sizes of bait, speeds of presentations. You got to do a lot of that kind of stuff. But well, it's neat to hear you guys say that because it's
1: something. It's a topic that I've talked about for a long time and is it was brought up to me by anglers, my good friend, Phil Black, who Mm -hmm. you've met many times, who is an incredibly, has fished all across the world, all across the country, fly fished on Team USA, so on and so forth, and from his experience, what he his opinion after traveling and, and seeing it all was the best anglers in the world come out of the Pacific Northwest because of, of what we do it and not because we're just the best, but it's the kind of fisheries that we have. So to hear you say that and and you, know, you bring any of those people from those outside elements into that, I'm not going to say it'd be the best tarpon guide ever. But it's a different situation. It's a different fishery, you yeah. know, and it's not something, they never deal with the certain challenges that we do here. So it's, it's in my mind, it's neat to hear you guys say that because it's something that's been told to me over and over over the years is that some of the best fishermen have progressed out of this region within, you know, 300 miles of us.
2: Yeah, I absolutely believe that.
0: Well, I mean, even taking it one step further, even within our fisheries, like the guys that go up to Alaska that, you know, guided down here, I mean, like, you know, salmon steel fishing is one thing, and salmon steel fishing is another thing in Alaska. When there's half the amount when of fish. the target-rich <laughs> environment that you have. So yeah, you gotta you hone and fine tune, but. I mean, honestly, though, I mean, just, you know, obviously, you know, the, 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 it's, I think it airs, the first episode airs on March 15th. 19th.
2: March, March 19th. 19th. Thank yep.
0: you. And, uh, you guys, if for those of you guys listening, along, I want you to go to the website, www.oneboatchallenge.com. We'll put the links in the description below on this, uh, on this podcast for you, too. But I will just say this that what we thought, I, well, I'm not, I can't speak for you, but what I thought going into this, was not what happened. Oh like, my
2: goodness! It
0: was. It was definitely in. A, like you said, the whole environment. I watched. I remember when I got my invite was was probably early October, and I remember like, oh, you're gonna go. I mean, what did I do? I went to YouTube. Mm-hmm. I watched every El Salto bass oh, video yeah. I could. Yeah. And I was trying to find the ones that were gonna be like over the time frame that we were gonna be there. And there wasn't really a lot out there. That for was the hard part. November. Yes. A lot of it was like June or yes, May. Thing. Like yeah. you know when. They're catching just all these huge fish, and there may, may, may or may not be huge fish caught during this show, but just uh, without giving too much away, it was definitely like a whole, you know, okay, I thought I've got to prepare, I got to do this. And I'm like, you know, being the guides that we are, like, that's like our, our success is in our preparedness for a fishery. Yeah. And getting the invite in early October, like, I couldn't go out and practice bass. I'm sure there were some places I could have gone if I really stretched. But that you're, would have rolled in over into that. You're yeah. in the middle of the guide season, you know, for Sand and Steel. You know, we're busy working, and it's like all I wanted to do was like I got to go bass fishing. I got to go bass fishing. I got to go bass fishing yeah. somewhere, and there was nowhere to do it. So it's just sure. kind of like watch YouTube, prep gear, yeah. Try to try to get an idea, and then, like I said, what I what I thought uh, going into it was completely different coming out oh of it. Oh my god, those and it was fish! Awesome.
2: Those fish! Like I had done a little very little bit of bass fishing and it's been smallmouth in the columbia mm-hmm. just you know when you know out with a friend kind of thing nothing super serious by any stretch those fish are the real deal those are awesome awesome quality fish. Amazing. There's
1: nothing quite like a largemouth if you don't see them a lot. You know, like when you do, like when we go and fish some of these lakes that Marlon really likes to go to. And on the way there, I'm just like, "Uh I'm just, you know, I'm going to have fun. We're going fishing. But then I see those fish and I'm like, Wow, they're like little dinosaurs they're
0: like there are a special little creature i gotta say this though like but from like those ponds and stuff that we like to hit around here and hit those those fish down there are another level right
2: like totally
0: i don't know if it's water temperature food feed like a, a four pounder down there versus a four pounder up here is not even like it's not even fair you would not want to have them do a tug-of-war because that El Salto bass would... And I think it's a different strain, too, isn't it? Like the Florida strain
2: I think, yeah, there's a difference.
0: And they're They are. They're
2: gnarly. They, they are, are gnarly.
0: Yeah. They're so mean. But, I mean, I can't wait to tell, you know, more and more of the story. But we got to let it play out. I know. There's so much. Like, oh, I, I can't know. wait for people to see it. There's We're a gonna, few moments that are just, oh. We'll have to get you back in here for a podcast after the airing. And then yeah. we can really, like... Yes. Get into some of these things, but yeah, we, you guys just got to watch to find out. The
2: old after the catch. Oh,
0: after, ooh, after the catch. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. Ooh.
2: Trademark. <laughs> and I will kids. say, for anyone who goes to the OneBoatChallenge.com website, if they go, they can enter uh, to win a boat. A One Boat Network setup from Minn and Hummingbird. That's different than a boat. Sorry. Not a boat. <laughs> you you <laughs> can win One Boat, <laughs> one boat Network. 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 Yeah. <laughs> win a One Boat Network. Um, so you get to watch Push. the episodes and you could win like the things that we are using. And mm, they're good things to win. Yeah. Yeah,
0: And uh, I'll tell you what, like that's the other thing. like Going down there and, you know, we... You know, fortunately, being you know fishing addicts is or fishing addicts, I gotta stop calling it fishing addicts. That's Day. OG style. You know, addicted fishing has been partnered with Hummingbird and Minkota for a lot of years, so we've gotten to see some of these stuff. But they even had equipment that we've been using that I have truly used to be more successful in the fisheries that I'm doing with salmon, steelhead, sturgeon, and what they released down there, and what I I don't know if I can even can we even say anything about it. I think some of the stuff might be getting released with the show, but all yeah. I'm gonna say is next level yes maybe more advanced stuff that that we gotta see down there from even the stuff that we're using it was just like it was mind-blowing yeah, like, it was mind blowing. Can't wait to get your hands old. on it, eh? Oh, dude, dude. <laughs> the Smalley's <laughs> in the Columbia
2: Gorge. You're going to take a reckoning. It's going to be, it's <laughs> going to be trouble. And it's interesting because you've used a lot of that product, and so you got to see like, oh, this is the progression of this. Yes.
1: he knew all the nerdy terms. He was very uh, nerdy. He was good. Camry, <laughs> I'm a
2: nerd, <laughs> I get it,
1: but it's somebody cool. has to. be. It
2: is, and for me, I was new to that product. I'd only had limited exposure, so for me to be able to jump on the boat and be able to dial in quickly, it's very useful friendly. Like, I could navigate that system almost immediately. And that's what I thought was so wonderful about that product is you don't need to spend a lot of time like figuring it out. Spend some time getting comfortable with it and then you're ready to, you're dangerous really quickly. Oh,
1: well, and I know that seems like an important change too because I know over the last year and a half, everybody that comes into this room that's affiliated with our little group is asking what settings Cameron has set on his desk. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <So laughs> it has stealing. been a hot well, what's, yeah. what's, what's your settings? Yeah. What do you
0: like? So do you hear that, to where they've developed it even further along to where anybody it's, can hop in and get her going. You know, using some of the technologies they've had within the salmon, because like the 360 imaging's out and there's there's progressions in there and there's progressions even in with like, I mean, like I said, I can't, I don't know if I want to say that, but there's just there's just some advancement, <laughs> but even using the tools we have, like I said, for the salmon, steel, and sturgeon and the side scan and the mega imaging, the stuff that they've already had out, to see that was just, like I said, mind-blowing. I mean, just seeing fish, going into an area. That was kind of the idea, that they kind of threw us in the area, they equipped us properly, and they said, go get them. And that was basically, to showcase basically the how. of the show.
2: Right. Yeah. And the yeah. drama that that brings up as you are like trying to dial in and change the, from the way that you usually fish to this new way of fishing while competing. Like, it's, yeah.
0: It was so wild, and like I said, I really, really, really want to bring you in for a podcast yeah. after that show airs. Yeah. So for
2: those you guys that
0: are yep for those of you guys that are, uh, that, guys that, are uh, that are listening, we thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow us along, obviously on Badass Outdoors, yes. on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook.
2: YouTube, when, real Twitter. Fact, is there a release date for your show? Um, we don't have a hard date but Breakout with Bad Ash will come out around March 15th the about, about the
0: same time as uh, man you guys are going to be all sitting in front of it's you it's going to be an really exciting week yeah, right. for you so I think much it's content that same week. no <laughs> kidding <laughs> Ashley everywhere <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> better pencil that in yeah. the calendar I'm everywhere but thanks for tuning in guys as always you can check this out on Spotify Google Play and iTunes and shoot I don't think uh, thanks so much for coming no. in Ash
2: thanks no. for having me
0: we'll see you guys later